The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. fourth Sunday of Advent is the church's last kind of clarion call to us to ensure that our hearts are prepared for the coming of the Christ. To reflect upon that, we have sort of two individuals, but also two types of uh, realities in the spiritual life that sometimes can prevent us from being able to fully receive the Savior into the heart at Christmas. Indeed, we wait for him to come to fill the manger in our nativity scenes. But the most important thing is that he actually come to fill our lives. That we really welcome Christ into our heart. Sometimes we can be as Ahaz in our first reading from Isaiah. Ahaz has a, a fake holiness. Isaiah comes and says, ask the Lord for a sign. And Ahaz goes, the scriptures say, don't put the Lord your God to the test, right? I mean, we heard Jesus say that in the gospel elsewhere. You know, don't, don't, don't test God. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm a holy man, not going to test God. Follow what the scriptures say, Isaiah. You know, just, and Isaiah, Isaiah basically looks at him and goes, you've been testing God a long time. Why stop now? That's the reality. Is he hasn't been necessarily living a life of faith. Why act as if you are? And sometimes in our Christian life, our life appears Christian. But what's actually taking place in the inside isn't exactly the same. It's easy for us, especially as Catholics, to be able to come and to do and to say the right things. And yet sometimes our heart really isn't there. We're not alive in our relationship with God. We're going through the motions. Where Ahaz, who looks good on the interior, but whom the Lord says, but look to the heart. Or maybe we're not there. Maybe we do have our Lord in our heart. Maybe there is a a reality that we are alive in Christ. And sometimes in that place, as we enter into relationship with God, as our relationship with the Lord deepens and becomes more profound and more rich, Oftentimes what happens is the Lord invites us to take part in his plan. And if you know anything about the plan of God, 
it usually involves the cross. The closer we are to Christ, the closer we are to Christ on his cross. That's why in the book of Sirach, the Old Testament wisdom, when you come to serve the Lord, prepare yourself for trials. When you come to follow Christ, pick up your cross, because it will come. Joseph is a just man, a righteous man. He enters into the plan of God. The Lord God brings him into his plan to become the foster father of the Savior of the world and to be the caretaker, to be the husband of the Holy Family. Joseph, seeing the plans of God unfold, is fearful. Understandably so. His wife is pregnant, unexplainably. It was not necessarily a good condition at all. He's trying to live a life of holiness, as the scripture says. He's trying to do the right things. And yet he is fearful. He struggles to understand how it is that all this is going to shake out, you know. What is this going to mean? What is this going to cost? What is my life going to look like from here on out? And fear arises in his heart. And the angel comes to him and tells him, Joseph, do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to take your wife into your home. The Holy Spirit is doing this. The Holy Spirit is the one who has conceived the child in her womb. This is the work of God unfolding. His plan is being revealed. Trust in him. Trust in him. Because if you ever follow the plan of God, for any of you who have done any, any of those Bible studies where you go through the Bible timeline and you see how God's plan unfolded all throughout history, it was not pretty. It was messy. It was confusing. It was scandalous. It was shocking. It was the cross. As the plan of God unfolds, oftentimes it is difficult for us to follow along with it. The Lord Jesus wants to draw near to you in this Christmas season. But there may be fear in your heart. In the Old Testament, there was the understanding that no one could look upon the face of God and live. They took that in a very literal sense. I mean, there were realities that, that whenever someone would behold the face of God, that you know, basically the glory was too much. That's why anytime you see throughout the scriptures, anytime an angel shows up and reveals something of the glory of God, the immediate reaction of all the people is to cover their faces and fall to the ground. From Genesis to Revelation, every time they cover their face. They don't just gaze upon the glory un, you know, without, without covering themselves in some sense. Because the glory of God is fearful because it is that awesome. It is that beautiful that brings us to our knees. Pope Benedict, reflecting on that reality that no one could look upon the face of God and live, he said it's not a matter of us simply killing over and dying. He said the reality is that whenever we come face to face with God, because he is all holy, because he is holiness itself, he is purity, he is perfection, he is light, he necessarily casts out our darkness. Then when I encounter God in a genuine way, something in me has to die. Something in me has to change. 
My will has to take a back seat. Sometimes a piece of my life has to take a back seat because God now is first. And that is scary. Because when the Lord comes into our life, when the Lord comes to the front door of our soul, we don't know exactly what things are going to change. We don't know what the house is going to look like when he's done. We don't know what he might ask of us. We don't know what he might demand of us. We don't know in what way he may call us to be part of his plan in some mysterious way too. When we encounter the Lord, there is much uncertainty. But in the midst of it all, the word of the angel is still an invitation for us. Do not be afraid. Don't be afraid to take our Lord into your home. Don't be afraid to take the will of God into your heart and to allow it to change something in you. Because when we do, it is all joy. There's the cross, yes. But there is joy. And it's the joy that this world can't give you. We can have happiness. We can have lots of pleasure. But true and abiding joy in the depth of the soul comes from one place, and it is from the Christ. That's why we hear over and over and over throughout the ages, the echo, be not afraid. It was the first words of St. John Paul. When he came out on the balcony after being elected, his first words, be not afraid. Benedict XVI, when he was talking to, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of youth at World Youth Day, I think in Cologne, he said, do not be afraid, young people, to give your life to Christ. He takes nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing away. But he gives you everything. Christ takes nothing from us. But sometimes he will invite us to give something else aside, put something else aside, because he is greater. And when he asks that of us, it is joy. Because we've set aside something else for the greater good. We have gained Christ. As we prepare in these last few days of this Advent season, ensure that your hearts are prepared. If the outside doesn't match the inside in some way, if there's not that integrity that you seek like Ahaz was lacking that integrity, Bring that need to Christ. And if there is fear in your heart, go to Joseph. He knows what it is to have fear. He also knows what it is to trust. To trust in the things that the Lord has done. And in trusting, we receive the Savior.